The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery, and as that closing bell sounds, it finds the benchmarks narrowing earlier losses. Dow Industrial Average down 111 points, six-tenths of a percent at 17,838. S&P 500 down 15.7 tenths of a percent at 2,088. NASDAQ down 40.78 of a percent at 48.22. Well, stocks fell after comments from Mark Carney, governor of the Bank of England, reawakened concerns that Britain's withdrawal from the European Union will further weigh on economic growth. Now, William Dudley, president of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, said today that Brexit is a cloud on the horizon for politics. He added it's too early to understand the full consequences of the vote. Equities pulled back after their strongest weekly advance since November. Brian Battle at Performance Trust Capital Partners on today's losses. Certainly it's a shortened week, so that's not helping. You know, we're going to have a little bit of sell-off here for the start of the second quarter. And also, probably more importantly, the in sympathy with the sell-off over the weekend in Europe and in Asia. We check the markets every 50 minutes throughout the trading day. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil is down $2.24 a barrel, 4.5% at 46.76. Spot Gold is up $18.90 an ounce at 13.5790. And the 10-year Treasury is up 20, 30 seconds with a yield of 1.37%. Among today's top business stories, Comcast and Netflix have agreed to let customers of both companies stream Netflix web video content on the cable company's X1 platform. The company say the deal will provide seamless access to the content offered by both of them. BlackBerry says it will stop making its classic smartphone less than two years after launching it with much fanfare. The company will now focus on updating its smartphone lineup. BlackBerry has faced calls to stop making cell phones in favor of focusing on its burgeoning software business. U.S. landlords who built rental businesses by buying homes en masse are now consolidating and streamlining their operations, in part by selling for a profit the properties that have soared in value. And now let's get an update as some of the other stories we're following today. Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey in Asensio. President Obama and Hillary Clinton are speaking in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is their first joint campaign appearance. The event today comes after the director of the FBI says the Bureau will not recommend charges against Clinton or her aides over violations of email protocols that occurred during her tenure as Secretary of State. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Presumptive Republican nominee Donald Trump reacted to Comey's remarks, calling the FBI's decision unfair and saying the system is rigged. Officials say Islamic State appears to be increasing its attacks as the extremist group loses territory across the Middle East. Deputy Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says he's confident the terror group will be defeated. Actually, I think what we're seeing is a product to some great extent, of the success we're having against ISIS because we're putting intense pressure on ISIS at its core in Iraq and Syria. And what we're seeing is it lashing out in other places. 
Authorities now say at least 175 people were killed and almost 200 were wounded after a truck bombing in Iraq. Islamic State has claimed responsibility. And an LL flight from New York escorted by military jets from Europe landed safely in Israel today. LL officials say Flight 002 from JFK touched down after an anonymous tip was received regarding a potential bomb threat on board. That threat was ultimately unfounded, but it marked a rare security scare for LL, generally regarded as one of the world's most secure airlines. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. This is Bloomberg. Catherine? Thank you. And now let's get a quick check of those equity benchmarks as they begin to settle. Dow Industrial Average down 109 points at 17,840. S&P 500 down 14 points to 2,088. The Nasdaq down 40 points to 48.22. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and shakers for Tuesday, July the 5th, 2016, 131 issues advance in the S&P 500, 372 fall, and three remain unchanged. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce, joins us now to begin our movers and shakers. I wanted to highlight what happened with Apple and some of its suppliers today. Uh, Citigroup cutting its uh, earnings estimates on the iPhone maker for the fiscal third and fourth quarters should point out Apple's fiscal year ends in September. I mean, they're citing the effects of the U.K. vote to leave the European Union in terms of currency swings and uh, doubts about economic growth. And beyond that, they're also talking about you know, people who have their iPhones keeping them longer, that the average length of time before an iPhone gets replaced is up to about 28 months from 24 months three years ago. So all that working against Apple, the shares are down nine-tenths of a percent today. And you also had uh, cuts in a ratings on a couple of its uh, chip suppliers, Skyworks Solutions and Cirrus Logic. That was over at Pacific Crest. Uh, they did a quarterly survey of Asian suppliers to companies like Apple and turned out that the demand for chips for the new iPhones that uh, presumably are, are being made as we speak and, and will get introduced in the next few months, well, they're just not living up to what the firm was expecting. So Skyworks and Sirius Logic both down about 6% today. Let's take a look at Hog, H-O-G, Harley Davidson, a, a, an iconic U.S. brand, uh, and Harley down pretty sharply today at the close, 10.8% of $43 and change. Robert Baird analyst Craig Kennison has downgraded Harley to neutral versus outperform on valuation. He also wrote in a note that there's uh, no information that would corroborate recent takeout speculation. He's unaware of any credible sources behind these rumors. However, his favorable opinion on the company remains unchanged. He says Harley is among, quote, the most valuable brands on the planet 
with an intensely loyal customer base. All right, you were uh, driving on land. I'm going to talk about flying in the air, talk about airline stocks. Uh, This comes after uh, excess uh, seating capacity worries, sluggish demand for pricey last-minute business tickets. Investors have been leaving airline stocks all year, and today Delta Airlines said that passenger revenue for each seat flown a mile the typical gauge for airlines fell 5% in the second quarter. Shares of Delta down more than 3%. United Airlines, United Continental rather, down 2.5%. American down more than 1%, also followed by declines in Air Canada. Uh, they were down more than 2.5%. Twinkies, Ho-Hos, other snacks. The company behind them is going to be public. We're talking about Hostess Brands. Now, they made a deal with what's called a special purpose acquisition company, or a SPAC. It's basically a blank check company. In this case, was set up by the private equity firm Gore's Group. Uh, it's called, Go- called, uh, called Gore's Holdings. And uh, they're going to put up uh, some money for the deal. And then you have some investors like Dean Metropolis, a uh, big investor in food companies. He's going to be involved as well. You put it all together. Hostess goes public. This is after two bankruptcy filings and then reorganizations since 2009. So uh, interesting bit of a turnabout there. Gore's Holdings, ticker on this one, GRSH, shares up 2.4% in the wake of this deal. You guys had to know I was going to do BlackBerry because you know how I'm kind of a, I don't know, sentimental about this company that was so much on top with its Blackberries. Talk about iconic. It really was at one point. And now BlackBerry has announced it will no longer manufacturing the BlackBerry Classic a beloved updated model of the original that made the company a smartphone leader long before Apple and Samsung dethroned it. Pam, uh, BlackBerry is down about 3.5%. Yes, uh, perhaps the end of uh, BlackBerry as a hardware maker. Well, now it's time for the Volatility Index Report, brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Well, the VIX moved higher today, 0.81 points to 15.58. As the people who trade that instrument are looking at uh, some of the central bank moves around the world, the Bank of England announcing steps to, to boost banks, is signaling it sees a weak economy. And, of course, we're waiting for Fed minutes tomorrow and the big jobs report on Friday. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Hey, Mr. Wilson, uh, tell us about uh, this uh, company that's based in Beverly, Mass., uh, and uh, it is uh, an operator of kidney dialysis facilities run by uh, Joe Carlucci. Talking about American Renal Associates Holdings. They actually do business in 25 U.S. states in the District of Columbia. Centers are set up as partnerships between the company and local doctors. Now, American Renal made its initial public offering in April and raised $165 million in the stock sale. Company shares are listed under the ticker ARA. American Renal rose 20.5% on its first day of trading and added to its gains during the next two months. Since then, the stock has been up and down, and today was a decidedly down day. American Renal disclosed the lawsuit was filed against the company by units of the largest U.S. health insurer, United Health Group. The case involves $1.9 million in allegedly improper payments to 12 facilities in Florida and Ohio for patients covered under the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. 
American Renal said in the filing that United Health's claims were without merit. Even so, these stocks suffered its biggest one-day loss since going public and closed at its lowest price since trading began. American Renal Associates Holdings falling 9.9% on the day to close at $25.71. Dave Wilson, thank you so very much. His stock of the day, his chart of the day, you can catch all of this every day on Taking Stock right here on Bloomberg Radio. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. Up next, a new book, White Trash, the 400-Year Untold History of Class in America. Fitting book as the presidential race continues to heat up. And this is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, a conversation with Nancy Eisenberg, author, professor of American history at Louisiana State University, and the author of the new book, White Trash. That's next. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.